Hello and welcome. You are listening to No Country for Healthy Living, a podcast where we try to guide you towards new levels of growth, self-love, and connection you never thought possible. My name is Kaylee. My pronouns are she, her. Um, my name is Laura, and my pronouns are she, her as well, and I still almost always cut you off, but it's really fantastic. And so you need to, like, wait a second, breathe, I... because it takes me a minute to remember that I'm <laughs> supposed to say that part, um, because I forget every time until right before I'm supposed to say it. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> For sure. Oh gosh! But yes, hello, hello. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you for joining us. Yes. Um, I, we're pretty low energy today. I feel um, it for real. I could take a nap. <laughs> yeah, no, literally, I was about to take a nap, and then I looked at the time, and I was like, "It's like four thirty-seven. You need to peel yourself off of the couch and go <laughs> get ready to record." And I didn't peel myself off the couch until four fifty-seven, and I was like, "It's clo- It's fine." I'm glad you and I are the same. I'm just like, mm, <laughs> the pressure is on once I only have about five minutes, and then I'm like, oh crap. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and then I'm like, fuck, that means I gotta go do shit. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Very low energy today, but that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. Um, for sure. But how have you been, Laura? I have been pretty good, I guess. Mm. Pretty good, she guesses. It's, it's a roller coaster, man, all right? But altogether, yeah. I would say pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. I have a doctor's appointment coming up, which I'm not a huge fan of going to the doctor or dentist, especially the dentist. Like not many people are. Yeah, but I really like my doctor, but she always knows that since I tend to only come in for physicals because they're free um Mm -hmm. (laughs) unless something is really wrong she knows that i'll come in with like a list (laughs) of like things i want to discuss because it's been a year and i want to go through all of it and i can't i will panic and not remember half of it i don't really go except once a year either um so it's cool i feel that i usually have to go in with like a list be like, all right, so here's what's wrong with me that I either have been putting off telling you or have recently discovered that right. I'm a little concerned about. Right. <laughs> and I'm such a person who tries to ch- kind of, like, fix things on my own for a while, and it's just, Same. it's not working out. So, my body Same. hates me. We're loving life. Word. I feel that 100%, because yes. I am basically the same in that sense. <laughs> I just... I'll try to deal with it myself and then finally realize, mm, I need a professional. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's come yeah. to that point, unfortunately. But yep. some good things is that um, Mark and I bought bikes last year or whatever, and yeah. we didn't get mine put together in time for it to be our very short summer or whatever. So right. <laughs> it rained all of July, so we had, it wasn't like an important thing that we were feeling. And so my dad finally brought it and got it put together, and he says it's done, and he's going to bring it over soon. And I thought that was really exciting, especially since we just did an episode on like biking and cycling and other wheel okay. stuff. And it was just really cool, and I'm so pumped. And I forgot that I had limited choices of colors, so my bike is orange, and I'm still kind of here for it, I guess. <laughs> Nice. Like okay. neon orange. 
<laughs> you know what? People will see you coming. You don't have That's to worry true. about people not being able to see you. And you know what? You can deck it out and, and accessorize You're it right. in I'm other ways. I'm going to put some fucking you know? stickers on it. I'm going to put our stickers on it. Seats are changeable, yes. you know, things like that. So you can you can deck it out. You can put some flowers on there if you fucking want Aww, to. Oh, that would be you cute. Could, you could totally have fun with it and work with the orange, you know? Oh, absolutely. Hey, you just don't got to worry about people uh, not seeing you coming with <laughs> the bright orange bike. That's right. So, well, I'm excited for that and I can't wait. Oh, yeah. and my last bit of news is I Ooh. built myself a damn fire pit yesterday <laughs> she's like i'm tired of waiting i want a fire pit i'm gonna do it my damn self it was right. it for sure that's and i was like i want to get would outside i would just i'd get to the point where i'd be like you know what i'm not fucking waiting anymore i'm just doing this i'm gonna look something up on how to build like a basic fire pit or something and i'm gonna just fucking do it yes and we just dug up a ton of like rocks that are in our yard that were in our in yeah. mark's way of mowing or whatever and so we had just a ton of them but they got put in the back of the woods so that Obviously, we wouldn't need to see them or whatever, so I had to go and lug them all out and then well, yeah. dig more up and stuff. And it came out really pretty, and I'm pretty proud of the circle I made. It's pretty spot on, if you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I did a pretty good Pretty job. good circle, so. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, it was fun. I can't wait to do fires, but that's that's been me lately. How about you? Um, I've been good. Uh we had a bit of an emergency room uh, that visit we had to make. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, you, you saw, of course, yeah. um, on Facebook, Nick uh, hit his head against his bedside table, like smashed his head against it. And so we had to go to, <laughs> we had to, go to the emergency room. He needed five stitches. Uh, it's very terrifying because it it's it was damaged to the front of his head, and frontal lobe damage is always very dangerous and very terrifying. So, um, and he hasn't really had a full day of rest since it happened because he's been going to work. And he's got a very busy job. Very stressful job. Yes. Um, so he's definitely been feeling it the past couple of days, but he it it's not necessarily the wound that's bothering him, it's all the side effects yeah. <laughs> from the wound yeah. that's bothering him, which is not surprising, especially because he has not had a full day a full day of rest yet. Um, but he will be off of work tomorrow and Tuesday. Oh, so good. <laughs> it's something, but mm-hmm. I do wish he hadn't gone to work on Thursday. Yeah. I really wish I had put my foot down and been like, you're not going in. Um, But he is getting better. That's better. good. It's definitely been tough for yeah. him. Yeah. Did I read that it was not a concussion at least? So they said it's not a concussion, but he definitely shows the signs of a concussion, but he did have a CT scan. And they didn't tell us that it was confirmed he has a concussion. They just gave us a paper with some guidelines that basically treat it like it's a concussion. Because he did still have some really bad trauma to his yeah. head. Um, 
But yeah, so they didn't say it's a concussion, but it's, I think he's basically borderline concussion. Right, so they were like, might as well be safe with this one and still give you the information. Exactly, so I I think they're just having us treat it like it is one. He gets his stitches out in a few days. Um, I've never had stitches, but that sounds terrifying. I've had stitches. It's, the worst part is when they do the numbing because they're literally this graphic trigger warning um because they literally stick a needle into the wound and they do it like 10 times basically they have to get every inch of the wound so they inject it into like multiple parts of it might as well just give me the stitches raw all right they did it to (laughs) the top part and they did it to the bottom part um of the wound and yeah, they, like, stick it in, like, a few spots, and then, like, yeah. It, like, made his wound, like, a giant bubble because of all the liquid going under, like, the skin and stuff, but... Yeah, no, I remember that pain of that part, because, like, when I was younger and I was, like, literally the day before I was supposed to pack up into a moving... and move down to New York with my mom, uh, I sliced my toe open... (laughs) And had to get, like, three or four stitches in my toe as I practically cut off a chunk of skin. Um, Just glue me up. I don't care. No, no, they didn't. I remember that pain. I screamed into my pillow. It was so fucking painful. It was not fun. Nick definitely, he was like, holy fuck. I was like, yep, I told you it was going to really suck. Felt great afterwards because you know everything went numb. You can't and feel numb even the pain, hours. right? But that's what's nice about it is it lasts a few hours, so it's to help with the pain for a few hours. But yeah, it sucks getting it done. It fucking sucks. So I will pass on all of that yeah. for the rest of my life. Okay. <laughs> Literally, just don't ever need stitches. <laughs> just don't. Mine that I got were dissolvable, which just means they slowly untie and, like, they just come out yeah. when it's time, whereas his are not the dissolvable ones, and I think it's because it was such a big wound, because mm. it was a big wound. Um, I can show you later, but I will not post it online, because it is gnarly. Disgusting. It's gnarly. So, uh, I've had some wounds, but not needing stitches, oh, except for when I got one wisdom tooth out, I needed one stitch, but I was already one I numb. have shown mm. this wound no, to. no. no. Has all had the same reaction of that is a lot worse than I expected, and yeah, it's like when I say I gasped in horror when I saw the wound on his face, I mean I gasped in fucking horror, and I was like, I looked at him and I was like, you have no say in the matter. We're we are going, going to, the, to the, hospital. the hospital. You need your head looked at, and you need stitches, like. There's no bandaging this up. Absolutely not. Like, it's going to get infected and shit like that if we do that. No. I'm like, this is a giant gaping wound. Like, you are going to the fucking hospital. I think what happened is because his table is like a weird octagon-shaped table. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of edges and corners. Like, there's even a part that's kind of... There's, like, two raised edges almost, like, along the edge. It's really weird, but so I think he hit one of those edges, Mm -hmm. and I think that's why it was such a big, like, 
wound because he went down hard he woke me up out of a dead sleep i i was in a dead sleep and he fell and hit his head and i woke the fuck up and i just immediately was like what nicholas what the fuck happened like and i just see his like face on the table and i'm like confused as shit like I what is say, going on? There are zero self-regulation things that I it could went do. From zero <laughs> to a hundred real quick of just like hop into like action mode of like what the fuck is going on? What did you just do to yourself? Like just That's yeah, terrifying. Was, oh my god, it was a terrifying experience. Um, because you know once I realized where it was and how big the wound was, I was like. Oh, this is going to be a gnarly experience. We were at the hospital for four hours. And we got there at the end of their evening rush. And it was four hours. I, it got, I, like, like, we left when my alarm was going off to get up for work. I was like, no, it's cool. I didn't need, like, an extra hour of sleep to get through the rest of my day. (laughs) I was fucking exhausted. I laid down that night and I fucking just dead <laughs> yeah like, just out and I yeah yeah I could not believe that had happened it was like oh my fucking god like you never know what could happen I you literally know, never know when crazy. something can happen especially something terrifying like that I'm like please don't fucking die on me like like, when I saw his wound, I looked at him and I was like, don't you dare fucking close your eyes and go to sleep because we do not know how bad the damage is. So For sure. Please don't die on me right now. That's I terrifying. cannot handle that emotionally. Mm-hmm. No. Please right. thank you. I am too young to be a widow. You cannot do that to me. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> yeah, so besides, besides that, that crazy experience... Um, <laughs> I am officially an ordained minister, so it's Reverend Kaylee from now on <laughs> saying. Um, yes, ma'am. Yes, not ma'am. Really. <laughs> not really, though. Um, but yeah, I was excited to learn that not only can I marry whoever the fuck I want to each other, um, obviously within the state's legal limits, because, uh, you know, some states it's only second cousins. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. But, uh... <laughs> Not only can I marry people, I can also perform funeral services and baptisms. And I was like, it's basically any duty that a minister is able to perform, I am basically allowed to perform. And I was like, fucking right. Like, I was okay. like, yes. was like, I will happily lead someone's, like, funeral service. I mean, not happily, but. But, you know. You, yeah, you know, happily. I will give it my all in <laughs> love and respect, not in happiness, but, you know, you know. But one of my friends wants to open her own, like, funeral home and shit, and I'm all like, I want to do that with you, but, like, I don't know if I'm actually going to go to school to become a mortician. But then I'm all like, yo, I could be your on-staff minister, and then I'm also thinking of getting into becoming a death doula. Which is basically like a birth doula, but it's the opposite. You're just preparing the family and the person for the inevitable and helping them basically get ready to grieve 
for the loss and probably I think you also like help them decide on what they want to do and like just the the whole process that's really cool honestly that's something that I've learned about and that I want to learn more about doing and I think that would be like I think that's like a really nice service for someone to have available at their like funeral home of like hey you know you have to plant like you're getting older you know or maybe you have a terminal illness and you know it's time to plan for something like that and to walk into a funeral home and to know that they offer a service to help you and your family literally mentally prepare that can also then perform the service having gotten to you know form a bond with your family on that preparation level and then also help them through the service like I think that's something that'd be really awesome to have available at a funeral home because okay not only am I here to offer you know prepping the body and burial service and everything like that I'm also here to be able to provide these other services yeah it's not just like the physical services that you're offering it's also like the mental and emotional services that you're offering to get them through it as well because that is a yeah it's not only a crazy experience to have to go through and someone dies but if you're also in charge of the funeral services while you're grieving it is like so hard yeah so hard because that's a lot to take on Mm -hmm. especially if it's someone you're so close to like you know a parent a a child god forbid you know or or something like that it's it's so hard to take on all of that on your own or even if you do have someone else it's a lot to take on mentally and emotionally so and I like that a lot of you know funeral things and things around death are expanding because we have to stop ignoring it as a society yeah it is inevitable it is going to happen and I think it's something we should become more open about and talk about more often so yeah no i've been looking into more things like that that's exciting uh, doing doing stuff like that yeah i'm excited to mainly i got ordained because i'm gonna be marrying my best friend and her her mans Mm -hmm. um and so i and then i'm like well i could totally make it like a side gig (laughs) you could i'm like you know what like weekends things like that I'm your girl. You want to get married? <laughs> Don't matter if you're gay, straight, whatever, whatever religion. I will learn it. Yeah, you'll be here and for what it. their wedding thing practices are. It's, I'll do whatever you need me to do <laughs> to give you the best wedding ever. You know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> that would be so cool, and you do such a good yeah. job on all of it. Honestly, both being a minister and a death duel, that'd be badass, and you could you would do great at it. I hope so. Yes. Do my best. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely don't look like your typical minister, but I think that's great. I think you that's know? awesome. You definitely uh, um, look like a death duel, though, not gonna lie. I mean, hey. What are you gonna do? <laughs> what are you gonna do? You know, I can't fight it. Listen. You're just gonna Listen. lean into it. <laughs> I'm not gonna fight it. I'm not gonna fight it. But, anyways, uh,. I guess we'll get into the topic then, since we've checked in, and we'll stop talking about death and shit like that for now. For now. Um, <laughs> yeah, the topic comes up. Right. Um, <laughs> Basically. It's not a laughing situation. We're laughing because it's awkward yeah. and sad, and you know what? Humor sometimes just makes you feel better. Of course. Better. And that um, was a good one. Not gonna lie, okay? I know it. Don't <laughs> <do> it. <laughs> Anyways, um, 
it is, you know, a really important topic and important place that we want to talk about today. And that is Planned Parenthood. Um, Planned Parenthood, if you don't know, is a nonprofit organization that is very much dedicated to providing, um, you know, reproductive health care, not only in the United States, but globally. And that's really important because there are a lot of places that do not have access to certain forms of healthcare or any form of healthcare. And the more that can be provided to them, the better. Because just because we're in the country we live in doesn't mean that other people don't deserve to have the things we have access to, you know? Um, but Planned Parenthood has a lot of services that it provides, which does include but is not limited to <laughs> abortion services and referral in the states that, and I added in the proper word here, Laura, it is still legal in. Yes. <laughs> <clears throat> birth control, you know, uh, other things are birth control, emergency contraception. They also offer HIV services, transgender hormone therapy, pregnancy testing, and um, other pregnancy services, STI testing, treatment, um, vaccines. Planned Parenthood also just helps with general health, um, cancer screenings, pap smears, uh, breast exams, and general patient education because not a lot of people have access to education around sex and sexual health and things like that, especially if they live in certain states where health and sexual um, education aren't properly taught. Yes. That's how They're I'll say very that. low on the totem pole of uh, priorities yeah. for them, for sure. Exactly. <laughs> and I think what's also kind of awesome about Planned Parenthood is that it does take insurance, but it also, if someone doesn't have insurance or does not have the means to pay for the healthcare that they need, um, Planned Parenthood often offers low to no cost services, and especially yeah, I think it depends on basically how it, usually low they, income yeah, you exactly. are. Yeah, exactly. They stuff. base it off of if your you income. are so low income that you cannot afford it, they're not going to make you pay for the services. And that's so important. Yes, especially since that even though we are considered a first world country, we do not take care of our people like a first world country. I don't consider us a first world country <laughs> anymore, honestly. For We're real. taking away human rights. We can't allow people to be able to afford basic human health care. Yeah. I mean, you go into debt if you... I'm, I'm waiting for my husband's bill from the emergency room even with insurance to come back for sure he does not have the greatest insurance it's honestly and just the copay alone could be hundreds of dollars let alone anything that it your insurance doesn't cover i read on his insurance that it was like 30 to 350 dollars yeah i'm like that's great that's quite that's, the range, uh, right exactly so. like what does that mean like what so we're gonna probably be on the higher end yeah Cool, 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 oh, cool. gotcha, gotcha. Yep, yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, but but that's why it's awesome that Planned Parenthood kind of does that, like, sliding scale. Um, mm -hmm. Because they're there to help people not to make a, a profit. Um, exactly. And Planned Parenthood also just kind of operates more than, you know, 600 health centers across the United States alone. 
And these health centers have provided millions of people in the United States with contraception, testing, and treatment for sexually transmitted infections, uh, life-saving cancer screenings, and safe legal abortion. Um, At least one in five women um, have relied on Planned Parenthood health centers for um, care in their lifetime. So that means that you know someone that has used Planned Parenthood. I've used Planned Parenthood. My best friends used Planned Parenthood. Pretty sure my sisters have used Planned Parenthood. Like I know some everybody has used Planned Parenthood almost at the same at some point in time in their life for some reason. You know, it's sometimes that's people's only option. Absolutely. And it's very important that they continue to be around and to be able to provide the services that they provide. Um, and unfortunately, <laughs> They are constantly getting rights taken away on what kind of health care they can provide and are often under scrutiny with people protesting their sites and the people that use them, you know, automatically assuming that someone going in is going in for getting an abortion. And that is not the case. I'm pretty sure that's like not even one of their biggest things that they do there. I can't remember the exact numbers, but... I'm pretty sure abortions are actually lower on the scale of the things that they actually provide there. Absolutely. You know? And in some states, Planned Parenthood is even being defunded, and I'm sure you can figure out which states are um, defunding Planned Parenthood, (laughs) especially with recent things that have been happening. Um, You know, without Planned Parenthood, we would be leaving so many people without proper health care, and as humans we deserve and should and it should be a right for all um there's no question about it no if ands or buts it is a basic human right that people should be allowed to have access to proper and affordable health care um you know negative effects from defunding planned parenthood are very much present in Texas, there's been less or no availability to birth control, leading many more people to become pregnant, but now with no abortion services either. And that, and no, I'm sorry, no legal abortion services. Yeah. But there are definitely going to be plenty of backstreet services that are going to be happening, causing more and more people to die because of not being able to have access to something that has been a fundamental right since, like, the 70s, right? It was, like, 70... Mm-hmm. Was it the 70s? Yeah. Like, I was thinking brain. of wanting to do um, just a whole episode on just the history of all of it, honestly. Hey, not a bad idea. <laughs> um, but, you know, this has been decided that this is a... And, honestly, it should have been decided this a long time ago, but that it is a fundamental right to have access to this. And now it has been taken away. Um, and not only does this seem evil, but extremely counterproductive, honestly. Like, why are we taking away something that will help so many people not get pregnant? And then also deny them help with their pregnancy that was caused by the lack of birth control that's being allowed. It really just makes no sense to me. Like, I know that certain states are very conservative in their sense of even birth control is, like, killing babies. But, like, uh, I am allowed to have a sex life purely because I want pleasure 
just like any mm-hmm. other man out there. Mm-hmm. Ish, ish. I'm sorry, so what, <laughs> only men are allowed pleasure? No. <laughs> no, absolutely not. That's not how that works. Sorry about it. For sure. And it's ridiculous that... And I'm sorry, <laughs> but if a woman is not allowed to walk away from her child or abort her child, then a man shouldn't be allowed to walk away from the child at conception. Mm-hmm. Like, you are legally responsible. Don't care. Instantly, for sure. And you have to continuously be legally responsible and not be able to, like, exactly. get away with just bouncing or not paying your fair share. Just walking away. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and unfortunately, with the um, lack of birth control and the higher rate of pregnancy without the legal abortions being uh, available, it's it's caused a rise in maternal mortality rates by almost double. Mm-hmm. Um so a lot of people are really are, are dying from this um mm-hmm. and if states want like fewer abortion birth control is a huge help in this obviously and that's not like the only part birth control should be um allowed it's because it's birth control is used for so many other things than just stopping pregnancy mm-hmm. it helps mood swings i personally started taking it for my pmdd so i wouldn't flip shit mm-hmm. every two weeks or whatever mm-hmm. and it has helped me so much more and i also think it helped in in kind of balancing just my hormones in general so it helped my utis that oh, i was yeah, having exactly. my chronic utis and so because before that i was never on birth control i've never tried it Hey, I have friends that, I have a friend that needs it for her PCOS. Yeah. I mean, I have a family member, I can't remember exactly what the condition is that she needs it for, but she cannot go without birth control or else she risks dying from bleeding from her period. Yeah. Like, like it, there are so many situations where birth control is important, not just in preventing birth. For sure. Because like you were saying, like your friend, it, it can it can lessen period bleeding and cramping that can legitimately debilitate and mm-hmm. kill someone if it's when left I to its own devices. Have birth control. I have debilitating cramps. Even with my birth control, I still get some pretty bad cramps um, during my period, but not as consistently as I had them without birth control. It would be debilitating to the point where it would make the pain I have in my right hip and my right knee and my right foot all just flare up right down my leg to the point that like I could not get up and walk I could not get out of bed like I I was in so much pain when I would have a period without birth control you know it's not easy to deal with that kind of pain so when you do find something like birth control that can help you with that like to be told that that's going to be taken away from you Mm -hmm. and now you have to go back to suffering every couple of weeks just because of another person's views on how someone should or shouldn't live their life i'm sorry but that's not okay it's definitely not okay and i'm not sorry no no um, and I know you were talking about Texas, and even in, like, places like Indiana, which I feel like nobody talks about, no offense, Indiana, <laughs> um, but, uh, defunding has hit Planned Parenthood so hard in Indiana that they have had to shut down at least five clinics, none of which, um, were or could offer abortion services, 
Um, and even in the county within Indiana, there was an HIV outbreak, but now with nowhere to get tested and help with this, the HIV outbreak continued to rise, leading to the worst HIV outbreak in Indiana history. And so mm-hmm. it just, it continues to go to see. Because, you know, like, there's when you're a scared teenager yeah. and you don't want to go to your parents because you've had sex for the first time and you don't want to be open about it and you suddenly have nowheres to go. You're just gonna go. You're just gonna go with it. You're just gonna continue through your life and go. No, I'm fine. I'm Absolutely. Fine. I'm fine. You know, and, like. And I feel like I was also reading that this specific case was caused by, like, uh, drug use of like needles and whatnot. And, yeah. And I'm definitely not can gonna too. like generalize, but I feel like someone who has a hard time with substance use, may struggle with keeping a job, may struggle with having health care, may struggle may with being able to access. get there. And so yeah. it just, like, it once again takes a group of people that may be already struggling and just help, helps them struggle well, even harder. Maybe their only option to get checked out every once in a while was to go to Planned Parenthood, but now that that option's off the table... They don't know that they've suddenly picked up a disease mm-hmm. from someone else and, and that they're going to keep spreading yep. it because they don't know because they no longer have access to that limited form of healthcare that they already had. Now that limited form of healthcare is gone, so they have no healthcare and they're just going to keep causing it to spread because they don't know. And Absolutely. nobody else moving forward from them is going to know if they're in the same situation as that person and not able to have access to this basic health care. It is basic health care that they provide. And now these people don't even get to have access to basic health care. No. And and it's unfortunate because these is these aren't just like a few unfortunate outcomes of Planned Parenthood no. defunding. This is just happening everywhere because of mm-hmm. Planned Parenthood attacks and defunding and closing downs. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's not just a few here and there. It is it is globally, worldwide, it, but definitely specifically hitting us severely hard in the United States. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's not just us being affected, but we are definitely being affected by mm-hmm. it in more ways than anyone could imagine. You know, And some people wonder about funding and taxes and, you know, worry that places like Planned Parenthood are costing them more of the taxpayers' money. But that is not true in any way, shape, or form. You know, for every $1 invested in public uh, family planning funding, like what Planned Parenthood uses, it saves taxpayers $7 in Medicaid costs. You know, this is... This funding saves federal and state governments $13.6 billion annually. $13.6 billion. The the congressional... Gosh, that's such a word. It is. Mouthful of a word to say. (laughs) The Congressional Budget Office um, also says that this could cause a net cost um, of $130. 30 million dollars to taxpayers over 10 years because of an increase in unintended pregnancies. Planned Parenthood health centers prevent an estimated 579,000 unintended pregnancies every year. So just imagine, just imagine that. That's insane. That's like, um, 
That's a lot of costs to healthcare. It's a lot of costs to people. It's a lot of... (laughs) We're already relatively uh, overpopulated, so... Yeah, we are. Another half a million a year? God. Um, So not only is getting rid of, you know, Planned Parenthood and their funding causing unimaginable harm to millions, but it is also costing us millions and even billions of dollars um, at the same time. Um, And also, some of these specific funding Planned Parenthood uses prioritizes those with low income and or no insurance. No insurance can't say some of these words today. (laughs) Um, So taking away that funding also takes away important health services for already hurting communities. Um, We are hurting communities that are already struggling. We are making it worse for them, and we should not be making it worse for them. Because if if someone's livelihood and and general state of being is not safe and it is not... Um, stable, it causes a lot of damage to someone and can cause a lot of trauma, and that can mm-hmm. bleed into every part of our society and, like, yeah. just cripple it from the underneath, and that happens to so many people. Yeah. We're just stepping all just over. being in an unsafe situation, but sometimes you don't have the money. Mm-hmm. Which is technically to... an unsafe situation. Yes, it is technically an unsafe situation because you risk harm to you and whatever children you care for because now you can't afford to feed everyone and clothe everyone and do what you need to do to make sure that they're healthy and safe. Um, So it's important that we have access to these things. And not only is it that we have access to... um, abortion care and you know things in that realm in in the realm of family planning alone but also in the realm of cancer screenings you know um sti and hiv testings you know things like that are so important and just general health screenings are so important for these communities to be able to have access to um So it's important that we protect these places and that we fight for them in whatever way we can uh, because these communities need it. And just because we have or someone may have special privileges and be able to access these things with no problem doesn't mean there aren't other people suffering and they shouldn't have to suffer just because, you know, the few have access. Absolutely. I agree. (laughs) and um there's also this study that says that like um it says 56 percent of Planned Parenthood health centers are in like health professional shortage areas rural or medically undeserved areas um and so that kind of just kind of continues to go with like hurting communities that are already hurting it's 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 digging their hole even deeper and for many people Planned Parenthood is their only source of care um, making health centers an irreplaceable component of this country's healthcare system and mm-hmm. as experts in reproductive health care Planned Parenthood health centers often provide family planning services that other like safety net providers simply do not offer mm-hmm. um, and Lastly, is that we've we've talked about sex education on here before. 
which we are all yes. for and very passionate about. And sex education is one of the most important forms of education that we as human beings have to have access to. Point blank period, nothing else can be said about it but that. Like it is so important. Absolutely. And Planned Parenthood is actually um, the nation's largest provider for sex education because they are also huge believers that sex education and health education in general is very important and can save lives and it can make people feel very like much just much more comfortable even with themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, And obviously, if you're curious about the importance of sex education, we recommend listening to our episode, which is episode 12, where that's exactly what we discuss. Um, because, you know, when... Oh, that was so long ago. I know. I had to go look back, and I'm like... I thought that was, like, so much more recent than that. I know. I thought that was so much more recent. Wow, we're going to have to do another episode on the topic. I know. We're going to have to revisit (laughs) it, for sure. Yeah. Um, but without, um, sex education, the negative effects just kind of keep coming, and there's Mm -hmm. just, like... The more you take away of Planned Parenthood and all it offers, the more negative effects are going to continue to happen. Um, exactly. And I wanted to like end with this quote that we found. Um, I honestly think it's from the Planned Parenthood um, website itself. Um, mm. Like always, I, say, I think most of your sources were yeah. Planned Parenthood. <laughs> I mean, that's where you find the information on Planned Parenthood. So exactly. Um, But it says, blocking people from accessing family planning and preventative care at Planned Parenthood health centers comes at too high a cost. Without Planned Parenthood, many people would have nowhere else to turn for care, and those who already face barriers to accessing health care, especially people of color, people with low incomes, as well as people who live in rural areas, would be impacted the most. Um, That's a great quote, though. I thought it was... Seriously. Yeah. It is... That, that is the group that is the most those are the groups that are most affected and it is so important that we fight for them especially if we are in a place of privilege or in a place where we don't struggle as often or as much as other people um it's so important that we continue to fight for them and their rights because they are humans and they do deserve to be heard and they do deserve to have basic access to these things that some of us have such easy access to that we tend to forget about or not think about those that struggle with it and it's so important that we fight for them yeah and that we fight to keep these rights in place um because they will affect all of us if we let it go too far and honestly it's already gone a bit too far and we have to fight back against it and as always there are ways that you can help Um, That includes donating, sharing your own personal Planned Parenthood stories, and even volunteering at your local Planned Parenthoods are usually an option as well. And I'm going to re-mention a source that we mentioned in our abortion episode a couple episodes ago, and that was the... um, One moment. That was the... um, choice.crd.co website which basically has a bunch of access sites where you can donate for to national um, abortion funds abortion funds by states you can uh, donate to national bail fund networks there are volunteer options out there for certain clinics that if you want to support them like reaching out to your reps 
There's a whole bunch of links on there. It's a perfectly safe site. There's also a bunch of quick get out exit buttons if you need to get out of the site quickly for any reason. Definitely it will be linked in our show notes description area um, of the episode so that way you can have access to that. It's something that I've heard a lot of other podcasts mentioning and talking about, especially ever since Roe v. Wade's overturning. So it's just an option um, to help you find other sources to either help others or to find help for yourself if needed. Um, Yeah, because it's important that we all have access to something that is and should always be basic human rights that honestly there shouldn't even be a discussion about taking it away or anything like that. Um, And then when people do talk about taking it away, the other powers need to step in and put them back in their place because that's kind of the point. Yep. (laughs) So that, though, is where we are going to end the episode. That is (laughs) all that we have to spew at you this time for Planned Parenthood. And the importance of it staying around and it continuing to be there for the people that need it the most. Um, because they deserve to have access to healthcare, just like all of us. All, everyone has the right to have access to healthcare, so we need to make sure we keep that in place. Um, yeah. But it's not a super happy episode. We haven't had many happy episodes. I'm sorry. I'm uh, excited for <laughs> next week's episode. Though. Yes. I'm pumped. Next I love week's episode that will be a good one. <laughs> um, They're all good ones, but. They are. They serious. are all good ones. But some are just a little bit more serious and heavy than others. But they have to be discussed. Um, because the more we discuss them, the more aware of these things people become. And the more people tend to take action when they learn about these things. And that's what we need right now is we need people taking action um, and fighting back for our rights that we have already fought for, but we apparently need to remind Mm -hmm. some people. uh, Who they fucking with. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So get out there, fight the cause, fight fight the good fight, you know, call your reps, vote. That's super important as well. Take the steps that have to be taken. Don't just sit back idly and uh, let people decide for you what you get to do with your life. (laughs) So, as always, uh, we thank you all for listening, for joining us. If you have been enjoying the podcast at all and want to help us out and go rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts or wherever you can rate us that you listen. That would be super awesome. It helps us to get seen by more people. Also, if you subscribe or follow us wherever you listen, that helps as well. If you want to contact us at all, any questions, comments, concerns, topic ideas, you can hit us up at No Country for Healthy Living on Instagram and Facebook. You can also contact us at our email, which is nocountryforhealthyliving at gmail.com. Also, if you are interested in digging a little deeper in your own personal goals, you want to be guided by either Laura or myself, then just hit us up on our personal Instagrams. Mine is at DearKitten3, and Laura's is at YasQueenCoaching. That's Y-A-S Queen Coaching. And once again, we thank you all for listening, and we look forward to talking to you all again next time. Remember to stay safe and make healthy choices. (laughs)